Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is time now for the sports news for Friday, December the 1st. And your reader for today is Jeff Franklin. As a reminder, Radio Eye is reading service intended for people who are blind or have other disabilities that make it difficult to read printed material. <clears throat> Headlines in this morning's Herald Leader Sports. Well, good news for the UK women's volleyball team as they played in the NCAA tournament last night at Rupp Arena. <clears throat> and the headline, Kentucky Volleyball Cruises Past Wofford to begin its NCAA tournament run at Rupp Arena. This, an article from Cameron Drummond of the Herald Leader Sports staff. The Kentucky volleyball team cruised into the second round of the national postseason Thursday night, securing a straightforward three-set sweep over Wofford inside Rupp Arena. UK, the number one, or I should say the number eight overall seed in the NCAA tournament, got double-digit kills from both freshman Brooklyn Delai and senior Elise Godzinger and recorded set wins of 25-17, 25-15, and 25-16 over Wofford. The Terriers were making their NCAA tournament debut after winning the Southern Conference Tournament to earn an automatic bid to the 60-14 postseason. Wofford senior outsider hitter uh, Addison Foote, who is from Prospect, Kentucky, in Louisville, and went to North Oldham High School, I should say Louisville area, and had four digs and three kills. Foote began her college career at VCU, Virginia Commonwealth. Kentucky has now won 17 straight matches, the longest active streak in the country, and will face Baylor in the NCAA tournament second round. Prior to UK's match inside Rupp on Thursday, Baylor defeated James Madison 25-12, 25-19, and 25-19 to advance to the round of 32. <clears throat> Senior outside hitter Elise McGee uh, had 16 kills to lead Baylor. McGee also entered the NCAA tournament averaging 3.70 kills per set. The Wildcats and Bears will play for a spot in the Sweet 16 at 7 o'clock Friday. Head coach Craig Skinner has taken UK to the Sweet 16 on eight previous occasions. What does he expect from Baylor on Friday night? A little bit more complex offense, the way they run it, and with the speed that they have, Skinner said, and variations of what they, <clears throat> where they attack along the way, along the net. Certainly, we need to be prepared for that. They're going to have some impressive kills. 
when we get to when we get opportunities we're going to have to <coughs> capitalize on them. UK was powered in the NCAA tournament <coughs> by DeLay, who was recently named the SEC Freshman of the Year. It's spelled D-E-L-E-Y-E, who leads the Wildcats in kills and kills per set, had 13 kills to lead the Wildcats on Thursday, along with nine digs. Godzinger was right behind her with 12 kills. I think we just went into this game like it was our last, Delay said, of her approach in her first postseason approach match. <clears throat> I just, I think just going in, going in together, just playing as a team really helped. <clears throat> Wofford hit only 155 in the match on Wednesday. Skinner and the Kentucky service <clears throat> will be of importance against the Terriers who run a 6-2, a distinct 6-2 offen- offensive setup. UK recorded three service aces in the match, and despite some stellar serve, receive, and passing by the Wofford, by Wofford, Kentucky serve eventually caused tempo issues for the Wofford offense. That will certainly need to be a scheme, a theme rather, <clears throat> for the whole tournament, especially tomorrow night. Skinner said of UK's serving ability. Wofford's best player, senior middle blocker Sarah Barnum, tied for the team's lead with eight kills and also added three blocks. Wofford finishes the season with a 23-8 and record. <clears throat> a pillar of consistency for Kentucky volleyball in recent seasons has been junior setter Emma Grome, the 2022 SEC Player of the Year and one of five UK players named to the 2023 All-Star 2023 All-SEC team, rather. Grome has continued her high level of play, headlined by creative distribution to start the Kentucky attack, even as Kentucky reworked its offense this season. (coughs) Grome has totaled more than 1,200 assists for the Cats. Just the adaptability that Emma has had to go from one way of running an offense and training at the setter position, Skinner said Wednesday prior to the NCAA tournament. A new system, a new way to call some things and run your offense through your middles and new terminology for her to have the IQ and emotional IQ to be able to navigate That has been really impressive. Entering the NCAA tournament, Grom was the only player in the country averaging more than 12 assists per set. In Thursday's win over Wofford, Grom had a whopping 38 assists. In similar fashion to Kentucky, Louisville began its NCAA tournament on Thursday night with a win at home. The Cardinals, who reached the NCAA championship last um, match last season, went 24-4 overall in the 2023 regular season, defeated Wright State 
in four sets on Thursday. <clears throat> UofL will play Western Michigan on Friday night in Louisville with a spot in the Sweet 16 on the line. Western Kentucky won't begin its NCAA tournament play until this afternoon. The Hilltoppers, 29-4 overall, a perfect 16-0 in the Conference USA <clears throat> during the regular season, will play Coastal Carolina on Friday in Knoxville in the first round, and the winner of that match will face the winner of High Point and host Tennessee in a second-round match on Saturday. <clears throat> of course, tonight's matchup is Kentucky and Baylor. It's in the second round of the NCAA tournament. That game, that match will be at 7 o'clock tonight in Rupp Arena and will be televised on ESPN Plus. The records, Baylor 17 and 12, Kentucky 20 and 7. Good luck to the UK volleyball team. <clears throat> more headlines and more news from the sports page of the Friday Morning Herald Leader Sports. Second Kentucky starter with eligibility left opts out of bowl games to prep for the NFL draft. This from John Clay, uh, the Herald Leader. A second Kentucky football player with eligibility remaining has opted out of the Wildcats bowl game to begin preparing for the NFL. But unlike running back Ray Davis, who declared for the NFL draft, NFL draft earlier this week, this move came as more of a surprise. Defensive back Andrew Phillips, who was listed as a junior on Kentucky's roster but has already graduated, declared for the NFL draft Thursday evening. Phillips totaled 44 tackles, one tackle for loss, and four pass breakups as one of Kentucky's starting cornerbacks this season. <clears throat> I can't put into words how grateful I have been to play under Coach Stoops at the University of Kentucky these last four years. Phillips, the son of former Wildcats linebacker Carlos Phillips, wrote in a note posted to his social media accounts announcing his decision. It was a lifelong dream of mine to play here, and I'm glad I can call the city of Lexington my home. While Phillips drew criticism from fans for some high-profile mistakes in coverage, UK coach Mark Soups did hint this move was possible Monday during his final weekly radio show of the season. Andrew really is a guy that will have an NFL decision to make, Soups said. He could go to the Senior Bowl because he's graduated. He's technically a senior. He could come back, but he's another one that's had a really good year and could definitely go to the NFL. So we've got to see what uh, see about that as well. <clears throat> Phillips has <clears throat> two seasons of eligibility remaining. Phillips started at cornerback for Kentucky in 2023, but also played nickelback in clear passing situations that versatility could boost his draft stock. His work at nickelback first through praise from Kentucky coaches in the second half of the 2020 season, but he moved outside to corner 
back in spring practice after the Wildcats lost both starters at that position. Everyone tries to put their best slot defender out there who can guard, Phillips said, of playing nickelback earlier this season. Usually the receivers in the slot are the ones you try to get the ball to on a third down situation. So I take it highly that they put me out there to guard their best slot receiver on third down. Phillips is the third Wildcat to opt out of the bowl game following Davis and senior offensive guard Kenneth Horsey who missed most of the season due to an injury. Five UK players have already announced intentions to enter the transfer portal. Uh, Jalen Geiger, nose guard Jarius, Jamarius Dinkins, wide receiver Vikel Crowdis, and offensive lineman Grant Bingham tied in Isaiah Cummings, with more outgoing transfers likely when the portal officially opens Monday. Those departures mean a number of younger Wildcats who did not see significant snaps during the regular season will probably need to contribute to the bowl game. Kentucky will learn its destination for the bowl after the College Football Playoff Committee unveils its final top 25 ranking, but it is believed that Kentucky will be headed to Charlotte to the Duke-Mayo Bowl where they played, I guess, previously when it was the Belk Bowl, um, Belk's, the department store in Charlotte, that's uh, where Kentucky will be headed for its bowl game. Of course, today starts the Kentucky High School Football State Championships, Class A through Class 6A at Kroger Field. And an article in this morning's Herald Leader from Jared Peck, Do Kroger Field's narrow goalposts change game at Kentucky State Football Championships? The headline in a question. The question rings out on high school message boards each year like the doink of a football off the left upright. Why doesn't the Kentucky High School Athletic Association replace the narrower college goalposts for high school ones at the state football championships held at the University of Kentucky's Kroger Field? If you didn't know, high school goalposts have an inside width of 23 feet 4 inches. College and pro goalposts are 18 feet 6 inches apart. College is played with wider widths prior to 1991, but changed to conform with the pro game, high schools did not. So high school kickers enjoy the wider width all year until the state finals when the championships move to a college stadium. Last season at Kroger Field, Mayfield's late extra point attempt to tie its game with Beachwood clanged off the left upright. The Cardinals also had a short field goal miss early in the game. Mayfield lost the game 14-13. In last year's 4A title game between Boyle County and Corbin, the Rebels kicker missed three extra points. One hit one of the uprights, but Boyle County's defense 
help preserve a 32-26 win that would have been decided, that could have been decided by an extra point try. Beachwood's recent run of three straight Class 2A championships began with a potential game-winning Lexington Christian field goal at the final horn. It bounced off, you guessed it, the left upright, and Beachwood went on to win in overtime. But the answer for coaches who've seen their teams affected by missed kicks is pretty simple and similar. The way I look at it, both teams have to play on it, said Mayfield coach Joe Morris, whose Cardinals advanced to Friday's Class 2A championship against Owensboro Catholic on a late field goal by Lincoln Suter. It's just like the elements, rain, snow, perfect day, whatever, the elements are the same for everybody. We're not getting an advantage because the goalposts are more narrow or the hashes are more narrow. It is what it is. Mayfield also has benefited from the narrower post in the past. The Cardinals' 28-27 championship win over Williamsburg in 2014 came thanks to a missed extra point in overtime. Boyle County coach Justin Haddix feels the same way and he noted that he likes that the left and right hash marks which go to the length of the field and help mark the placement of the ball are narrower too. Everybody's just got to deal with it, Haddock said. We've missed some, we've made some, it's just part of the game. I don't think there's any big deal with it. We've got to deal with it and go on. Cooper advanced in the Class 5A state championship against Bowling Green on Saturday thanks to a late field goal by Carson Taylor last week. Jaguars, defense, Jaguars coach Randy Borchers said he has been preparing for the finals by having his kickers practice this week at a nearby college stadium. You can look at everything and have issues with many different things, Borcher said. <clears throat> Every place is going to have disadvantages, but I think the biggest thing is you have to prepare for it. Kroger Field has some advantages too, Borcher said. It's, fantastic. it's a fantastic facility. It's a great place to play, Borcher said. If that's the only issue we have, we just have to adapt and make the best of the situation. Addressing the issue in response to the Herald-Leader, KHSAA Commissioner Julian Packett noted that while the college goal posts are narrower, the college hash marks are narrower too, meaning the kickers don't have to kick the at the extreme angle that sometimes face at a high school field. You cannot consider the goal posts with this question, Packett said. Even though the posts are slightly closer to each other, the kickers are more than likely straighter in front of the crossbar than a lot of high school kicks. To fully mimic actual high school kicking conditions, officials would have to step off the placement of the ball to the width, uh, to the wider hash width as well, Tackett said states that experimented with that didn't stick with it for very long, he noted. When the college goals narrowed in 91, the KHSAA did discuss alternatives, Tackett said, but ultimately having kickers more centered up on the narrower hashes 
alleviated concerns. Our coaches, advisory groups always wanted to leave things on a normal college marked field, Tackett said. More importantly, they always felt it was the same for both teams. So here's what the high school championship games look like running today through uh, Sunday. No, just Saturday at Kroger Field. <clears throat> and Friday's Class A state championship, the first game kicks at noon today. It'll be Raceland and Pikeville playing for that state championship. And then the Class 2A state championship kicks off at 4 o'clock this afternoon between Owensboro Catholic and Mayfield. And then the 3, excuse me, the 4A, Covington Catholic and Boyle County, both teams undefeated 14-0. That should be a dandy at 8 o'clock tonight at Kroger Field. And then tomorrow, the three games on tap, beginning with the Class 3A state championship, Christian Academy of Louisville taking on Bell County, both teams 13-1 on the season. That game kicks at noon. And then Bryan Station and Trinity will square off for the Class 6A championship. Bryan Station 11-3 on the season. Trinity likewise. And the Class 5A championship wraps up uh, the competition tomorrow night at 8 o'clock as Cooper takes on Bowling Green. So those schools, uh, uh, Cooper 12-2 and on the season. Bowling Green 11 and 3. And that is the State High School Football Championship lineup for this weekend. Also, uh, the Kentucky Wildcat basketball team is back in action at Rupp Arena tomorrow afternoon at a 4 o'clock game with UNC Wilmington coming to Rupp Arena for a 4 o'clock tilt. There is an article in this morning's Herald Leader about the Reed and Rob connection. Has Kentucky clicking? Ain't no such thing as a starter. This is from Ben Roberts, and that's what the headline says. At this point, everyone knows it's coming. There's no surprise, no tricks, regardless of the score, no matter the situation. John Calipari does the exact same thing. Right around that time that the game clock hits, 17 minutes, the Kentucky coach strolls down the bench, sticks his thumb out, and tells two talented teenagers to head to the scores table. That would be Rob Dillingham and Reed Shepard. They get up out of their seats, remove their warm-ups, and get ready to check in, and then the fun begins. It's just electric, said senior guard Antonio Reeves. As soon as they get in the game, the crowd just erupts, and it gives us all energy. When they come in, it definitely shows. The numbers back it up in a big way ever since Dillingham and Shepard entered the game separately against Kansas on November the 14th, both providing a spark that was nearly the catalyst for an upset of the nation's number one ranked team. <clears throat> Calipari has chosen to deploy them together, a mini platoon of sorts. The dynamic backcourt duo checks in at the same time and provides a different look for the Wildcats. It's happened like clockwork the past four games, and the results have been both consistent and considerable. 
On Tuesday night against number 8 Miami, the duo checked in at the 15.38 mark after sitting around at the scorer's table waiting for a whistle before the first TV timeout. The game was tied at 10 when they entered, and Kentucky led by 7 points when they both checked out 5 minutes later. Last Friday against Marshall, the freshman came in with 16.32 left in the first half. The Wildcats <coughs> led by 3 points. When Dillingham checked out six minutes later, UK's advantage was 13. And when Shepard finally left the court after 13 minutes of play, Kentucky was up 25. So, pretty good idea of uh, what the Dillingham and um, Reed Shepard, the Reed and Rob effect is for Kentucky. We'll see if that comes into play when the Wildcats take on... UNC Wilmington tomorrow afternoon in a 4 o'clock game at Rupp Arena. Also looking real quickly at uh, the Louisville Courier Journal this morning, an article there from Brooks Holton. Two for one, how Louisville basketball stacks up as versus the ACC with conference play looming. The Louisville men's basketball team is in a better place now than it was heading into ACC play last year. But that's not saying much. The Cardinals are 4-3 and three on the season, and Wednesday rallied to beat Crosstown foe Bellerman, 73-68, at the KFC Yum to secure only the second winning streak of the Kentucky, rather of the Kenny Payne era, with the victory that they tied their win total from last season. Um when the uh, Cards only managed to win three, four games last year, well, they've already won four games this early in the season. Momentum is momentum. Get it how you live, especially when conference play begins, with a road game against Virginia Tech tipping off at 4 o'clock Sunday, but UofL has much to improve on if it wants to play or wants to take a step forward in the 15-team league. And also, not only does UofL play in the uh, play basketball, they also, of course, will play for the ACC championship in football <clears throat> this weekend, taking on the undefeated Florida State Seminoles in that championship game coming up um, tomorrow as, as UofL tries to bounce back after its loss to the Kentucky Wildcats last Saturday at Ellen Field in Louisville. And with that, that'll wrap up this sports news for this Friday, December the 1st. And your reader for today, Jeff Franklin. We thank you for listening and invite you now to please stay tuned for Short Stories, coming up next here on Radio Live. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.